recording from my mother's basement like the true blogger I am. You're listening to the Bag of Pucks podcast with your host, Olsen and Gio. Hey, Jeffrey. Yeah? Do you know where I can hear our podcast besides on Anchor? I have no idea, to be honest. I actually have no idea where people are listening to it. <laughs> There's nine places our podcast is on. Odds you can get three of them. Okay. Um... I'm going to guess iTunes. iTunes? Yeah, keep going. Let's see what else you got. Uh, can I say Anchor? Does that count? Because, you know, like... <sighs> That's weak, but that okay. okay. Okay, okay. And, um... Uh... I know someone told me that they founded us on, um... What's it called? Stitcher, is it? What's it called? Stitcher? Stitcher? All right. So good. All right. I Did guess that's three. three. Yeah. I guess oh, that's three, perfect. but we're on uh, iTunes, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Again, that's iTunes, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. So basically, anything that ends with an er or has the word cast in it, you can find us on basically, Elson. More or less. Alrighty, Jeffrey. So we're gonna we're gonna beat the dead horse a little more. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Uh, there's a lot of things I haven't talked about all season long in the NHL, but so what you're talking about? It rhymes with the Sottawa editors. I don't even know how I'm gonna butcher that one. Sottawa editors, yeah, close enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think we should talk about the Ottawa Senators today. It's just. It's just so, a very interesting topic to talk why about. Why don't you recap what, what happened? So, I mean, this week's just been terrible in Ottawa in our nation's capital. I mean, you know. It's one of the most depressing I'm, cities in all of Canada, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Are you talking about hockey or other things in Ottawa? Man, just happening? in general, it's just, I'm sorry, our Ottawa listeners, but it's really not that hot. <laughs> no, it isn't. I mean, Monday, well, basically it started off with the trade deadline and just, you know, trading to Shane, Zingle, and now Stone as well. And then on Monday, we get this great quote from Pierre Dorian. He is our coach, and we're going to support him. This happened on Monday, and what happened? Can you tell me, Austin, what happened on, uh, was it Friday, was it? Thursday, Friday? He was no longer Ottawa's guy. Gee was no longer supported. Man, that is a that is a rough little uh, what is that? You know, rough pun. That's probably like the bottom of the barrel. Honestly, when I when I every time I read, I'm I'm sorry, like I don't always read French. Every time I saw that tweet, I I read guy. I like basically Gee was just a guy. He was just a guy who was just stand in, just to be you know beaten around, not supported at all. He was just some random guy they hired to just stand behind the bench for. Uh, I don't even would call the Ottawa Senators a team. Would you call them the Belleville Bulls? Belleville Senators, basically. Just a heads up for just a heads up for our listeners before uh, before they start writing angry letters at us. And if you, if you want to do that, you can do that at uh, on Twitter at bop underscore pod. Nice oh, talk wow. there. But um, we're gonna have some bad puns this episode, and you know what? I I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> like I, you know, yeah. The Ottawa Senators are basically a dumpster fire. It's literally like looking like top to bottom. I mean, like they've got some, you know, there's some silver linings there, but literally like there's nothing you can really the Sens 
organization is just terrible right now. Okay, but so where are they? They're near the bottom of the of the standings, are they not? They're not near the bottom. They are the bottom. Ooh, LA Kings, baby, we got our bottom. <laughs> yeah, I think after today, um, the Suns. I think they sit at forty nine points. In the Jeez. Uh, just a couple points ahead. Seven points ahead is the thirtieth place team. Your your LA Kings at fifty six <laughs> points after their win against Chicago six three. Oh, see, that's a, it's a good day for for the boys. But um, what do you expect, man? You got an AHL roster, except Thomas Chabot, Bobby Ryan because he can't be moved, and Brady to Chuck. It's basically an AHL roster. What do you expect? I mean, like they've still got some other guys that I kind of like. Colin White, um, he was great in the U.S. junior, like the developmental system there. Um, he played great in jun- uh, juniors a couple years back, and I think he they're looking at him as probably someone that can eventually become a you know like a top six center. Um, they've also got Logan Brown in the system, who's you know a monster at what six 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 seven, but he's still in the HL. Um, you know, J- JPG John. Oh no, J J G P Jean Gabriel Pajot. Hey Jeffrey, he's, he's an NHL player. Yeah, you know I asked this question last time, and last in our first episode, and I can't believe I'm asking this five minutes thirty seconds in. Are you drunk? Or are you just having trouble pronouncing? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> sometimes when people have initials, you know, you mix up some of the letters, and then you can't remember their names. But you know, I think I think Ottawa still has some NHL NHL players, and you know. It's not like the worst roster, but I do agree. It's basically an AHL roster that's skating on in wherever they're playing these days, out in the middle of nowhere. You know, I just had two quick thoughts, you know. Um, as all of our friends would know, you love your RFAs and offer sheets, right? Yeah. Is the auto, are the Ottawa Centers not just a prime candidate to get offer sheeted for someone? I mean, sure, they have a lot of cap space, but they don't spend just a cap. So you might as well just offer sheet them. It's not like they're going to be able to match it. Okay, well, do they even have it? They have, I know they have um, Cody CC that they're going to, but like, honestly, you can probably get Cody CC. just, they probably won't even uh, give him a qualifying offer. So uh, I don't even think Ottawa Senators uh, would even, like, who do you have? Colin White, RFA, Anthony Duclair, I'm sure everyone wants him. Cody CC, Christian Wolanin. I mean, honestly, I thought you were going to say the Ottawa Senators should, since they have so much cap space, they should be offer sheeting people. But you know, it's Eugene Melnick there. I don't think they're spending any money. Well, I mean, you need you need your own draft picks to offer sheet players, and they only have their second this year. That's their own. They can't offer sheet that many people. No, but that, no, you have to look at next year's picks. Remember, it's oh, for offer sheets. It's the twenty twenty. You got me you there. Know? <laughs> yeah, they've got some picks there. This year, they're a bit, you know, dirt on picks because, you know, we all know the Duchesne trade. But even during the uh, the trade deadline, they did pick up a couple more picks. But honestly, I don't think they did enough to, you know, stock up their draft cupboards right there. You know, I mentioned that I had a second thought. And my second thought was, all right, so let's say you're a fan of the Ottawa Senators. First off, I'm so sorry. But, you know, secondly, who do you... Who do you get a jersey of? What name do you get in the back? Do you get a Mark Borowiecki because you know he's staying? Or do you get like a Thomas Chabot but running the risk of saying in a couple of years he's just going to leave as well? I think you get a Bobby Ryan just because he's signed the longest so and you know he's not going to be moved. So, you know, that's your best bet. Like, I don't, he can't go, he's got no movement clause either. So you can't send him to the AHL. So, you know, I, I think you've, 
you get a Bobby Ryan jersey, you know? How sad is contract. it? How sad is it that when you choose players, not because you like them most, it's because you run the lowest risk of it being an obsolete jersey. How sad is that? Hey, you got, you know, it's difficult times these days. You know, you got to save money where you can. And, you know, if you want an Ottawa's jersey, you get a Bobby Ryan jersey because, you know, it'll last at least for the next three and a bit more years, hopefully. At this point, do you not just write the name onto a piece of paper or and just, you know, put it on the back of your jersey? You mean like maybe just like get one get like a Velcro and then you maybe every time you just have Velcro on a new nameplate every time Ottawa you know calls up a new player from the uh, from the minors basically. Yikes! I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to wear uh, wear a jersey for uh, Anthony Declare and then have that switched over to uh, to a JC Bodan jersey or a Drake Batherson jersey. That's a that's a risk I'm not willing to take. You know what? All they have to do is get, get an Ottawa jersey with Lindbergh in the back. Because as we talked last last episode, they always want a Lindbergh on your team. So you <laughs> might as well just get one of those ones. Who cares if the number's wrong? Just get a Lindbergh and you'll have a a, a jersey of a potentially an Ottawa player. You potentially know? not. That's what we're running with now. Yeah, well, he... he you can't really do much in Ottawa. I mean, like, Ottawa, their roster's changing all the time. And honestly, I think the roster... Like I, I'm gonna try comparing now. I'm a Leafs fan, right? So you have to look back at the 2015, 2016 Leafs. God, were they awful! But you know they were actually tanking for a good reason. Ottawa doesn't have a reason to tank, but at least like they stripped down the roster. You know, traded all the way their assets to you know kind of tank and get that first overall pick that became Austin Matthews. But let me just list off some of the players from that 2015, 2016 Leafs. Uh, team in their last NHL game of that season. You tell me if that that roster is better than the Sens roster right now. All, all right, right, all right. So, PA Parento, Brooks, like Brad Boys, Colin Greening, William Nylander, Michael Grabner, Tyler Bozak, former Ottawa Sens Tobias Lindbergh, <laughs> Leo Kovarov. Sam Carrick, Frederick Gauthier, Brian Fraze, Frank Corrado, TJ Brennan, Mike Riley, Andrew Campbell, Jake Gardner, Martin Marinson, and Garrett Sparks. Can you? Does that roster sound better than the one the Suns have? You know what? I'm gonna have an, uh, another hot take here, but I would have rather took that Leaf roster than the current Ottawa Senators roster. Is it just because Michael, like William, sorry, not Michael Nylander. William Nylander is better than most of those players that on the Suns team right there's now. There's William Nylander. There's a Jake Gardner on there. Um, there's a Morgan Riley. There's a who else is on there? You mentioned. There's a Tyler Bozak. Did I say Mike Riley? Did I say Mike? Morgan Riley. Riley. Oh, jeez. I hope I did say Mike Riley. Mike Riley of the uh, Montreal Canadiens over there. Oh, there's a Morgan Riley on there. Jake Gardner. You know. There's hope on that roster. And, you know, at least fans knew that but they were tanking. No and at least, you know, they were thinking, we're going to get someone good in the, in, this, in the next season. While you're looking at the Sens and you're just like, sure, we're going to get someone good. But they're going to be here for a couple of years and then they'll get chipped off when they get most, more expensive. Yeah, sure. And you also mentioned, I mean, like, they have a lot of cap space. So, I mean, like, there's always been talk about their, like, Basically, they need to find someone to pay. So, what's going? What do you think is going to happen over there, then? Oh man, that's a uh, that's been something. You know, they've got all this cap space, but the cap means nothing to the centers. 
<laughs> no. no, they have their own budget. You know, it's I'm guessing it's probably closer to the floor. You know, I think they're very close to the floor right now. And you know, if you're a fan, why do you even go to the game? You know, you cheer for your team because you want them to win. It's not a competitive team there. You just have a bunch of rookies and younger players and Bobby Ryan <laughs> and <laughs> and Bobby. Everything is and, and Bobby, Bobby Ryan, Ryan but right? yeah, he's the only kind of NHL player, but overpaid. Hey, NHL I, I, player. No, no, I'd say Thomas Chabot's an NHL player. I'd say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The three you listed, you know, the Bobby Ryan, Brady Kachuk, and Thomas Chabot. Yeah. You know, they don't. They have a, a weak, weaker. H uh, HL team and weaker system, and you know if you're a fan, why do you go? You have no. If you're losing, the team is selling you on hope. There's no hope on this team, and if not, you're selling them on winning. They're not winning on this team. Why do you go? You know you you got to go all the way to the middle of nowhere to Canada to watch this game because there's no public transit. Yeah. Oh my God. I had a friend who told me he he goes to uh, University of Ottawa. They went to a game. But then they they bust there and they're like, oh, we'll just bust back. By the time the game ended, and it's not like it went to overtime or anything, there was no public transit back. So they walked an hour to the nearest bus station at 10 at night. That sounds about right. I mean, you know, I've been to the area around there. There was like three restaurants and an arena. And then there's absolutely just cornfields everywhere. You know, like, so if you're making this dedication to get out there into an non-accessible location by public transit. I heard it's better, though. I heard it's better, though. Like, I had a couple of co-workers. They went to, like, a Shania Twain concert once, and they said they just stayed at a hotel right beside there. So I'm guessing it's better than probably before All right. last time. So you got to, you know, spend some money to get a hotel room. You know, you, you're spending a lot of money and you watch Sanders, even though the tickets aren't as expensive as, say, a Leafs game. But it's a, it's a big financial pay. Payment, yeah. Spending, talking the wrong words there. It's a big financial payment, and I mean, to watch a terrible team. Why would you want to? Why would you even want to spend money like that? I mean, what's going to happen next? I don't want to give Eugene Melnick ideas. You know, maybe he's listening to our podcast, but are they just going to start taking guys like Pavel Tatsuk and Mark Savard's contract if he still has one, or David Clarkson contract, and just put them? on the team and just have them never play. I mean, I mean, insurance probably pays for that, but do you really want to be the team known for that? Yeah, but would that still count on to the cap? Because they would just put them on LTIR. So it's just, it's not, they can't have them on the active roster and count towards the cap. Right? I'm assuming you, they could probably just keep them on a team and just scratch them nonstop. Can you not just say, I'm scratching David Clarkson and just never play him? And, you know, what's the issue? I, usually when people are scratched, players aren't happy because they're healthy and they can play. It's not like David Clarkson wants to play. I'm pretty sure he's a high school coach or something near in Ohio. So he's just probably fine with that. So, I mean, that's an idea, but I don't want to give Eugene Melnick ideas. Well, I mean, like you're seeing how the sends. I mean, they do have some exciting prospects that I think they can eventually, you know, um, have them start playing on the sends next year. Maybe. I mean, you look at their prospects. You think you've got Logan Brown. Um, talked about him before. Alex Formentin. He had, a, I think, he had an injury in juniors. Couldn't play for the Canada at the World Juniors, but he looked like a solid player. Drake Batherson has impressed. I mean, a couple of times up in the NHL. Um, Josh Norris 
who they got from in the Carlson deal. He looks like a player. I mean, they've got some guys that would make it interesting. I mean, like, honestly, that's the way the NHL is going, young and fast. I mean, the Sens have the opportunity to maybe go young and fast. Oh, and I can't forget, they also got Eric Brandstrom in that uh, Stone deal. So, I mean, they it's possible they have something that might entice, you know, fans to go. But that might be for next year. I mean, this year is just... Why would you go? I mean, my issue is, yeah, they're here. They play for a year or two, but then they're just going to be traded for draft picks when they're too expensive. That's my thinking. I mean, they're just going to get traded. I just have no reason to actually, to actually say, hey, I want to go watch a Sanders game. You know, the only reason I would say, hey, I want to watch a Sanders game, it's because they're playing the Kings, and I'm too cheap to pay for a ticket for the Leafs versus Kings. Okay. Yeah, I guess, but you still gotta make the. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but honestly, the Sens are they? I don't even think they're watchable. Like, it's kind of rough for them, but I think you know they're they're going they're going the right direction. It's just that it, this is like the very, this is like the bottom of the rebuild right this now. This isn't so, rock I bottom. Mean, you know what rock bottom is? Oh, when Joe Saka gets onto the podium with the first overall pick, that is rock bottom. Okay, fine. So let's say whenever the draft, what, June 23rd, is it? I don't even know. After that day, after, you know, the Sens give up the first overall pick, then, you know, that's rock bottom. And then the only way is up. I mean, like... I mean, that's the most rock bottom, rock bottom you can do in the NHL. Like, what is there left that's more rock bottom than that? You just gave up the first oh, yeah. overall pick. Basically. Uh, has that ever happened? Where they, like, well, I mean, like, people have traded for the first overall pick, I assume, but, like, no one's ever traded it, like, traded their first overall, like, first round pick. Because no one's that dumb to do that. Pick. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you look in basketball, NBA, right? When um the Clippers, they traded, um, they traded Baron Davis and a first-round pick to the Cavs for uh, Mo Williams and Jam- Jamar Moose. Okay, who's that first-round pick turned into? Turned into Kyrie Irving. So I guess that's similar. But I mean, you can't you can't include it. basketball into this, man. What? Well, it's the, a similar scenario. The they Brooklyn, traded away. The Brooklyn Nets just traded first-round picks to eternity for Kevin Garnett. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but none of them. Act, well, no. Okay, one of them did turn into a first-round, first overall pick. But they traded that to Boston. Traded that to Philly to get the third overall pick, and then that first overall pick turned into Markel Fultz. You so, know what? I this mean, isn't a basketball podcast. We're not going there. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying that, like, look, the Clippers traded away uh, a pick for a player that they were hoping to help with them in their playoff push. Uh, it backfired. They ended up finishing last. That pick turned into Kyrie Irving. But look, the Clippers rebounded. They moved on. Why are we talking it? about the so, Clippers I mean, here? What's going on? I'm saying the Clippers, the Sens could be like the Clippers where, you know, they lost the first overall pick, but then, you know, it took them a couple of years, but now they're, they're back in contention. The Clippers so, I mean, suck. <laughs> uh, I, I think you need to watch a bit more about basketball. I watch you know, zero they're basketball. Five, they're above 500. That's more than what the Sens can say. Yikes, they're above. You know, I don't watch basketball because everyone knows the Warriors are going to win. I have no intention or incentive to watch it. I think the best LA-based team right now is the Clippers. I mean, they're better than the Lakers, and they're definitely better than the Kings. You can shut up. 
You can uh, shut, okay, shut the Rams, off. Okay. The NFL season's over, so we'll discount the Rams. But, you know, the Clippers right now are the best. I'm not dealing with this. I am not dealing with. You know, I'm going to change the topic. All right, so. Okay. During the during the press conference, there's one thing that just infuriated me. So Pierre yeah. Dorian says, uh, you know, it's crucial to play the young kids uh, for this rebuild. And I was thinking, well, it's kind of the point when you don't have anyone else and you don't have the budget to get anyone. You know, his his mandate yeah. is just to save money. You know, they, that's the whole point. You know, I got I got a p- piece of trivia for you, Jeffrey. So okay. when's the last time the Senators made a trade where they acquired a million dollars more in salary? More than a million dollars. A million. They more than a million dollars. So let's say, let's say, um, I don't know. Um, like, is this long term or just for that one just for that, trade? Like for, for that, that one year. year. Because I know the Dion Phaneuf trade they they gave up money, but that was just for the first year because Fenuf had a longer cap hit. Yep. Um, it's not Fenuf. It they took on more money. For, yep, more a million more, at least a million more. I'm not Would gonna be, say like a fifty thousand dollar trade. That doesn't count. I don't care. Would it be like that Marion Gabbert trade with Fen- for Fenuf? Well, Fenuf was making what five point. No, he had seven. I'm going to tell you right no, now. Um, is, is it the Marion Gabrick trade? It is. And do you remember when is that it? was? Okay. <laughs> no it's idea. February 2018. <laughs> it, happened, it happened when they were bad. It happened when February they were bad. February 2018. And February 2018? The oh only reason why... Actually, no, I'm wrong. The Senators actually saved money with that trade. The they saved one point one million because the Kings retained twenty five percent of his contract. So you're gonna keep going further than that. Oh my god! Oh, you know I have no idea. I mean, I thought it had to be a Fenuf deal, but so I don't know. It was the when was trade when before was that time? when um, they acquired Matt Deshane. They picked Matt up an Deshane. extra two point one seven five million in salary, and this is November fifth, twenty seventeen. In between that, there's been 18 trades. And they've saved yeah. money on most of them. So the only few trades where they actually picked up more money are trades such as Anders Nilsson and Darren Archibald for Mike McKenna and Tom oh. Pyatt. Oh, now, these have all been small <laughs> trades. And I mean, that's just his job now. Like His job is just to save as much money as he can, is it not? Well, you're saying his his mandate was to save money, or is it his his mandate, mandate comes from the money? owner? Okay, there we go. Clarify that. But then you know, Dorian's bit. basically gonna get fired, is he not? I don't, I don't see how you don't. Like, I'm sure there's probably like some correlation, right? If you fired a coach, there's a good chance the GM gets fired within the next you know, year. The, or so I'm assuming. I don't think it has. If he doesn't have a year, no, that's for sure. He's traded well the deadline. He's done what he could, but and you know he's in a he's yeah. in a he's in a good shape here. You know anything bad that happens, you know Eugene Melnick kind of gets the blame for it, and then anything good is just like oh Pierre Dorian. So he's gonna get. I feel like he'll get a job after, but you know the only thing I can think of Pierre Dorian saving his his butt is is Eugene Melnick being cheap and just being like I don't want to pay another GM. <laughs> 
Well, he kind of already did that, you know, with uh, the uh, appointing Mark Crawford as the new interim head coach, we'll talk about later. I mean, it's not like they're hiring another assistant coach. <laughs> so, you know, that they might do that with Pierre Dory, you know, be like, you know, I mean, Melnick, Melnick, um, he, what was it? Did he fire the CEO or someone? He fired someone in the Sens organization. He took on that role. So, you know, maybe Melnick would just be everything, you know, the first GM head coach. Maybe he'll even put on skates and play, you know, save some money on another Are player. you saying that Melnick is the new Jerry Jones of the NHL? I don't know. Like he, he's like he can be like a player coach, you know. Like in oh soccer, man, that's rough. Coaches. If you got a player, coach, <laughs> player man, I don't want some sixty-year-old man who's had a liver transplant. <laughs> Is it a liver transplant? Yeah, a liver liver yeah. transplant yeah, yeah, on the ice, trans- man. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I was if I'm you know Dustin Bufflin. Do I try to pick him on pick on him on a fight, or are you just thinking, hey, it's an old man. I don't want to. I don't want to kill the old man. Yeah, he will sue you, you know, like just to sit, you know, get back some money. But, you know, I, I do like back to your question. I think Dorian will get a job, not as a GM, but he'll probably be at least. Yeah, there's no way he's going to be a GM, you know. I think that his body of work is has that asterisk there of saying, hey, he worked under Melnick. Like, you can't just take it as it is. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like that complicated owners, right? So. Uh yeah he'll he'll find a job somewhere but I mean it might be a while before like he'll probably out for like a couple of years before he finds oh, I could see him being job. a scout or something you know take the route that John Ferguson Jr. took yeah but I mean like for every yeah, he could be a scout but I think he he's he'll probably get hired as an assistant GM I mean like that's quite a downgrade going down all the way down to a scout like you have to be like desperate for a job and I think there's going to be a team that's going to offer him assistant GM I mean think about it there's going to be a new team in Seattle so you know that's another position opening up he's not going to get it but I mean that just means like there's going to be more management positions so I don't think he'll be all the way down to a scout probably like an assistant GM I think. man I feel bad for the guy I'm not going to lie you know. Well, I mean, uh, can you feel bad for a guy who just told his coach he supports him and then fires him a couple of days later? I mean, it's kind of hard to, you know, feel bad okay. for. I feel bad for Guy Boucher. That's the one person you feel bad for. No one else. Well, Guy Boucher, Ottawa fans, and any other player, anyone who plays for the who's any of the hockey players they have on the roster right now, those are the people you feel sad for. I don't think Dorian's someone you need. All to right, feel so sad I'm gonna put you right in now. Dorian's shoes, all right? So you've got 30 seconds. Okay. Try to sell a player yeah. on the Ottawa Senators. Let's say the player is, I don't know, pick a player of your choice. And you're gonna try to sell them on joining you as a UFA next year. Let's hear it. Okay, let me let me look at who are the UFAs next year. All right, let's, I'm just going to cap friendly here quickly. Tools. Eh, where the hell is those free agents? Free All right, agents Sergey Bobrovsky. You sell me on Sergey Bobrovsky. Okay, can you give me some more? Some realistic? more realistic, eh? All right, let's say yeah, give me Alex a- Adler. Uh, Alex Edler. Well, you know, first off, I would have brought in Daniel Alfredson, but he's not on the Sens anymore, as we all know. But uh, no, Edler's not even. No, Edler's making an extension. With all right, Marcus Kruger. Marcus Sell Marcus Kruger. Kruger on this. Marcus. 
Okay, Marcus, we've had a great. Uh, we've done great with Swedish players. I mean, we've we've built. We've had Eric Carlson. You know, we've had Daniel Alfredson. Sure, they didn't fit in well, but they developed really well as Sens player. We've got this exciting new guy, Eric Brandsham, who's going to play on our team next year, and we're hoping you can mentor him. You know, be a Swedish buddy. And you will have unlimited ice time. You'll get to grab your stats, you know, just sign up with us for one year, build up those stats, and then you can get your nice big contract that we won't give you next year for the Sens. But, you know, you'll find it somewhere else. But at least, you know, you have a place to, you know, get those stats because you're not going to get it anywhere else in the league. So sign with us, the Ottawa Senators, right? I don't know, man. You're selling one down to two major points. Nationalism and, hey, man, we're not going to pay you again, but, like, you could do well with us, maybe. Who knows? We'll give you some crappy line mates, but I'm sure you're going to be just fine. <laughs> hey, you know, ice time's a big thing. So, I mean, like, he'll, he'll get, you know, he'll get 16 minutes. He'll get, more, like, what, three, four minutes more than he won't be on in the press box. That's a big thing for him, I think, for Marcus Kruger, you know? Not, nothing to say bad about Marcus Kruger. I mean, he was a great player for Chicago, but he's kind of teetered off. I mean... He he was like an expansion draft pick. Um, then he went to Carolina for nothing. Is he? I think he's still playing for Carolina. Too, Man, it's so. been it's a rough sell you've got here. But I mean, there there are going to be free agents that do sign with um, the signers. Uh, yeah, with Ottawa. Well, yeah, you know, you're talking about how they have to make at least make the cap floor. I mean, they're going to overpay for some of them, but they're not going to pay them. A lot more, but just maybe a bit more to market val uh market value, um, just enough so that at least they hit the um salary cap. All right, so I'm gonna have a terrible, terrible segue, but um, you know, we're trying to keep these podcasts a bit shorter. We don't we don't want another 90 minute fiasco like our first episode. So we talked a bit about Mark Crawford earlier. Um, yeah, how much of this is Mark Crawford is a perfect fit? for the Senators, and how much of this is Eugene Melnick going, you've got X amount of money. You're at the limit. Find someone to take over. I gotta go to the second point. I mean, we were saying, I mean, he doesn't. Ha- he's not hiring another assistant coach, so I'm guessing Mark Crawford will just, you know, give you a pay raise, and then, you know, the sense Melnick saves money, and honestly, I I don't know if he's the, the best coach for the Sens, I think, like, he he was a great coach in the very beginning, back in the 90s, when he just pop, um, showed up and called, uh, well, the Nordiques back then, and then he just went on a great uh, run, won his first cup of, won his only cup of Colorado. And, you know, he looked pretty good then. Like, he seemed to connect, have a great offensive-style gameplay, which, I mean, I think the Sens are going to need if they want to, you know, sell tickets, at least give them those big scoring games. I mean, like... But 7-6 with, with John Car- Gabriel Pajot with, like, two and Chris Tierney with two? Well, I mean, like, they haven't been scoring goals. I mean, the last time they scored more than th- uh, two goals in a game was that 8-7... Barn burner. 8-7 game against Chicago. <laughs> so that was a fun game. I mean, those are the games that, you know, I would think the Ottawa Sens fans would rather watch i mean like people watch to watch people come to games to watch the goals right they don't come to just watch um you know goalies you know make a save sometimes so i think he he could be a good fit but he's kind of like teetered off a little bit honestly like there he's a coach that i almost completely forgot he was still coaching i mean you see him sometimes on the networks 
I have no idea he's still coaching, but like the last two times he was a head coach, um, he he did not do so well. He missed the playoffs and then he got fired. But you know what the sad thing is? You know what the sad thing is? Yeah. It's, hey, maybe he'll bring seats. It just all comes down to money with the Senators. That's the issue, you know. I don't want to I don't want to be the 15th person to say Melnick out, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's no, it's not a competitive team. So like, not, you know, like sure you might score a bit more goals, but are you going to make people come to the game? I don't think so. Well, you know, maybe we just have to trust Pierre Doran, you know, well, however much trust we still have less and that they're going to reevaluate the coaching staff in the summer. So maybe, you know what, Mark Crawford's just an interim. He was just there. He's not going to, he probably just stay maybe as an associate coach. Maybe his contract's up and he'll find, you know, some nice place to finally retire. I mean, there's quite a few former head coaches that are still coaches in the NHL somehow. They've just been like milling around, but I think they're just going to reevaluate. Mark Crawford is just there as an interim basis. And then, you know, once the season ends, they'll go look for that coach, you know, be the right coach for the young players and slowly build them up into back into contention. You know, you know what teams actually made a great change that's been great for financials, but not costing a single cent? The Carolina Hurricanes. Oh man, with the with the was it the storm surge and the bunch of jerk stuff going on. You know that stuff didn't cost a single dime. But I'm telling you, people are actually tuning in to uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, if it's like a nice four one game with one minute left, you bet your bet your behind that people are coming on on TV and just saying, "Hey, let's see what the Carolina Hurricanes are up to." Wait, do they are they? Are they even on national broadcast? I'm. I don't think they I are. I mean, are they? some like someone's got Game Center, right? Someone's gonna share their Game Center login with you. True, I guess. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, like, I maybe that's what Ottawa's gonna do. I mean, like, just like it's you know, you're just copying straight up. But maybe that's the only way they can attract fans is just at the end of the game. But did you see that the latest oh, celebration with the Vander Holyfield? That was a good one. Okay, but my question for that was, so let's say say they brought in – so Evander Holyfield was at the game, right? Let's say they lost the game. So what does Evander Holyfield do? He just like, all right, see you guys next next game? Or like, what's going on here? Well, I don't know. I didn't watch the game because, I mean – Jeffrey doesn't have friends that share his game center with him. But did what like did they like show holy? I don't think they even knew Evander Holyfield. Like the fans didn't know he was there. I mean, he was probably just there in yeah. case they won. So I'm saying, but, I mean, like, I'm saying, what if they lost? Well, I mean, like maybe we'll just come for the next game. I don't, like honestly, like I wonder if he was like it's all it definitely was planned and everything. But I mean, like maybe. Like you, you just have to have a contract with him. Be like, you have to show up every time until we finally get a win. Then you can come out the storm surge. You, you know, know what my I favorite mean, part of that was? He's got enough money. When they just start what? dragging Jordan Martinook's limp body just down the ice. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it was a good, good acting, good acting there. I mean, like maybe Carolina Hurricanes, you know, best, best uh, original. Uh, what's it called for the Oscars best original but you know play? like if you've seen Jordan Martinook's face 
before the punch. Dude actually looks like he's scared. He would just make sure Holyfield knows, hey, like, you know, this is all acting. Don't just deck me in the face. You know what the... They, they need, I think, one more thing would have made it perfect. If they put Evander Holyfield on skates. All right, you don't want Evander Holyfield getting another chunk of his ear, his ear missing because he fell on on skates. What's, is he, what's, is, I, I recognize the name. Is he the guy who might yeah, part of his, off his ear? Yeah, like a nice little fat okay, chunk on okay, the top. Okay, I remember hearing the name. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe he'll just, you know, even it out. You know, maybe a skate just cuts off, you know, a little part of his uh, That's gross. I, I, don't, symmetry, I don't want to talk know? about that, man. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, it, it was good. I'm And I'm I'm happy that Carolina, you know, like they're doing well right now. You know, they beat the Panthers in OT today. And um, honestly, like they, they could make I the really playoffs. want to make the playoffs. <laughs> Just for, I mean, like, the only sad thing is that there's a good chance that if they're going to be up against Tampa and then it's going to be game three, game four, sweep, and then, you know, they don't get to do it. I would be very disappointed, you know. I just want them to win one round because I feel like that storm surge would just be amazing. Just not even one round, just one game. <laughs> See, what <laughs> one game this is the type of thing where it's just like, hey, this is something people are going to tune in just to watch. And that's something that the Senators yeah. need. I bet you Eugene Melnick's just thinking in his head, he's like, what kind of marketing thing that's free where we can get more people to watch? And then the fans will be happy. And then the players will be happy. And then the sponsors will be happy. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, every, it's everything costs something. So I, I don't, I don't like, I don't want being whoever in the management group in the front office over in the Sens. I hope they can figure something out. I mean, the Senators... They're a great franchise, um, and I'm hoping that they get revamped. But I mean, they've got some work to do. That's for sure. I mean, like you said, it's a dumpster fire. We've been talking about this season after season, and honestly, like I'm thinking, this is the low. This uh, we'll wait for the NHL draft. That's going to be the lowest of the lows, and then we'll hopefully see the Sens rebuild. Gradually become back, turned back into a contender, and well, not just a contender, just be a respectable franchise. That's a That's low bar we're going all, with here. All, aren't I, we? Think, I know, but I mean, I think it's all hockey fans want. Not even Ottawa fans, just all, just any hockey fan wants the Sens to be, become a respectful organization. I think that's all you can ask for. All right, but okay, so you know, the Sens should be dominating the entertainment dollar in Ottawa. You know, in Toronto, you've got the Jays, the Raptors, you know, TFC, um, Argos to a degree, I suppose. I don't know. I don't watch much football, but. Yo, Ottawa has the Red Blacks, and they've made the finals. To, they've made the Grey Cup finals, I think, okay. two but, out of three years. But one's so, in the yeah, summer, one's in the winter. The they shouldn't really be directly competing with each other. So, they're. You know what? Ottawa Ottawa also has some pretty good university basketball. But these things should not really be competing for those entertainment dollars. They should be dominating the market. You know, It's not a 100% sweep. Obviously, there's other places to spend money in Ottawa but the Ottawa Senators. But they should get a good chunk. And, you know, I don't, I don't see how that's possible, like how they're not getting that big chunk. You have, it's, I'm feeling it's harder to actually not get that big chunk than it is to get the big chunk. Well, I mean, like, Ottawa is, you know, it's a government city. I mean, like, everyone's paid governments. Almost everyone works for the government there. So, I mean, 
do you there's not really much and you can't really get much from like the local fans you need like the old diehard fans the average um citizen there living in ottawa like you're not going to get all those government entertainment money so like yeah i mean like i like i said i i don't wish to be in the job of that ottawa uh senator's management group where they're trying to figure out how to you know Make money and back um, to, uh, you know what? There. It's I promised that we wouldn't have another super long podcast. So, Jeffrey, any final thoughts? What games are you excited for this week? And uh, final thoughts. You know, I was honestly excited to see today's game between uh, te- the best team in the NHL versus the worst team in the NHL. Why do you want to watch a bloodbath? today. <laughs> I, it's always fun to watch the best team face the worst team and just see how bad they are. And honestly, 5-1, that's, you know, I have to say at least Ottawa, you know, it was only it was only 5-1, you know, it could have been worse. But, I mean, honestly, I think we're getting closer to the playoffs and, you know, as games are getting tight. Columbus is going to be interesting. They lost 4-0 to the Oilers today, so... Ouch, I would say there. Uh, you know, we could have another similar incident um, in Columbus, uh, like what Otto was experiencing with that uh, first-round pick gone. So, yeah, I don't know. And on and, that note, um, thank you for listening. But, uh, Again, our podcast is going to be on, is on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a tweet at BOP underscore POD. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll chat with you soon. Yeah. The Bag of Pucks podcast. Follow us at BOP underscore pod for more random hockey news.